Emotional intelligence can be defined as the ability to recognize emotions and respond appropriately in your own conduct as well as in dealings with others. It can be defined as the ability to express and manage your emotions in an effective manner. It can be defined as the ability to handle interactive relationships effectively. Salavia Mayer expressed the definition as four levels of emotional intelligence. They are emotional perception, which is recognizing emotions, emotional reasoning, emotional understanding of the self and others, and emotional management. In other words, expressing our emotions effectively. For Daniel Goleman, often seen as the father of emotional intelligence or the father of EQ, that all of the above, emotional perception, reasoning, understanding, and management, is applied to the self, to our interactions, and to groups. But why is it such a problem if the boss has no EQ, if the rest of the stuff is going well? The answer is actually not just that good people will draw their boundaries and leave or that clients may not want to work with you or some people may think, well, you know what, even if the product is good or the brand is good or the money is good, it's just not worth it. Even I, I'm self-employed and I need to pursue leads, but even I have an email of not today Satan where I file anyone I will absolutely not work with again. And apparently Brad Pitt does something similar with his actors. But when it comes down to productivity, productivity and profit depends on performance. And performance is enhanced when the leader has a high level of emotional intelligence because productivity is enhanced through emotionally intelligent behaviors. Motivation, appreciation, support, direction, training, coaching, mentoring, and role modeling. And the whole thing is, for many people, emotional intelligence is not actually all that common. We slip up, we have off days, we get stressed, we have moments when we're overwhelmed and that in turn can cause us to act out and then other people act out as well. The Batari box model proposes that our attitude influences our behavior, which in turn can influence somebody else's attitude and then their behavior. And that cycle can be vicious. For example, if I beep at a car, then they're likely to cut someone up further down the road. But it can also be virtuous. If I let someone in my lane, then chances are they'll do the same for someone else. So the real reason for me as to why the leader needs emotional intelligence is because many people working for them won't always have it. It's not just that the leader, because of their position and what they have to do in it, needs EQ, but rather of the huge opportunity they have to help others from that position. When we have greater emotional intelligence, we are more likely to grow and flourish a wonderful, bigger team. So I thought I'd end with a few ways in which we can boost our emotional intelligence. And I'll use the categories that come from Selovi and Mayer. Emotional perception. Have a look at emojis and see how many emotions you can name. Or simply brainstorm the amount of emotions and emotional nuance you can bring to mind. The more we can recognize the acute differences between how we feel, the better we can respond. So for example, someone who's just saying, oh, I'm upset. Well, actually, if you recognize you feel lonely or fearful or rejected, then your response can be better targeted. Emotional reasoning. Rather than taking something too personally at face value, ask yourself, is there a different way that I could have interpreted this? 
unfortunately, our own lived personal experiences will shape the narratives we tell ourselves. So it might be if we have felt neglected and invalidated for a good part of our life, we may believe that if someone didn't see us in the street, they've blanked us deliberately. Whereas actually the real reason may have been they were too preoccupied to see us. And if we simply just go up to them and ask them, did you see me this morning? That might even open up a conversation that they need to have that we might be able to help with. Emotional understanding. Try and recognize what triggers you and then reflect on why, but also consider what those habitual outcomes are when we are triggered in that way and then see if we can do something different. For younger children, it may help to express and understand big feelings through color. What does a red feeling look like? What can we do about it? By having these discussions and sitting with our emotions for a while, we begin to realize that emotions are not bad. They're simply indications of something going on. Emotions need to be respected so that they can give us the information that we need. And then when it comes to emotional management, we'll try this lovely technique from dialectic behavior therapy. It's the stop technique. The S stands for stop. When you recognize you're going around in emotional circles, stop, just stop. Then T is take a step back. Think about what it is you actually are doing right now. The O is to consider the outcome that you want and observe other options of behavior. Many O's there. The P is proceed by trying something new because this helps us break the negative or the vicious cycle. Emotional intelligence is never about repressing or suppressing emotion, but learning to work with emotions in a positive and healthy way. And the real reason, as I said, that leaders need emotional intelligence is because they may well be the ones helping their teams work through their emotions too. And that's all we have time for. But for more practical ways to boost your well-being, check out my YouTube channel, Dr. Audrey T, Practical Tools for Everyday Wellbeing, or my Facebook page of the same name. Or have a look at my website, www.draudreyt.com. Or tune in to the Wellbeing Lounge on Tuesday nights, 9 till 10, for your hour of mental health on NLive Radio.